You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with Tim Rhodes from the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And this is actually a repeat. We had him on in 2019, and that was, if you can believe it, before a thing called COVID even existed. And we'll mention that uh, here pretty quickly. So, you know, when you talk about the, the pandemic, it really changed a lot of how we work, shop, go to school, even how we work out. You know, one of the biggest booms during that time was running. Uh, you know, depending on the report that you read, 15 to 30 percent of runners surveyed said they came to the sport during the pandemic. Now, many of them are still running. They're looking for in-person opportunities to get together to run. And that is really great news for folks in the events business, uh, specifically right here, our, our biggest Charlotte Marathon and a lot of that brings new challenges for events, for the endurance agency or endurance industry, excuse me. There's a lot of different things. Now, Tim is the uh, the president of Run Charlotte, is also the managing partner for the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Uh, Tim, a lot has changed in four years, actually, I guess five years now uh, since we had you on. But the Charlotte Marathon is an amazing event. Run Charlotte is a great organization. Uh I'm excited to learn more about where we're going with that, but also as the city grows, how does the marathon grow, right? How does running yep. grow? And we've been excited actually recently. We've had a lot of people on around running, right? We we had a brand on recently called Run Rack, which is an organization uh, that has created one of the coolest pieces of, it's a, it's a backpack that's designed for basically destination marathons, which mm-hmm. we also had destination marathons on. So there's been a ton of people on the podcast recently about running. Um, and maybe that's something that needs to motivate my ass to start running. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Um, but Tim, thank you so much. Welcome to this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast, and welcome back as as one of our very few repeats, but you're such a badass, so we had to bring you back. <laughs> Every four or five years, That's right? right. Yeah, that's yeah. how we do it's it. Like, well, like you <laughs> said, a lot has changed, man. Thank you for yeah. being here, Tim. Um, how would you grade the health of the endurance uh, events industry right now? So, you know, it, um, you can... You can First thing you got to define the endurance industry, right? So, especially as it relates to events. So, are you talking five k to marathon, ultra marathons? I think where it's really done well are the flagship events, and and that includes the marathons. I think people have come back, put that on their bucket list. Half marathons too. Um, I think when you talk about five k's, those have um, it kind of it, it's kind of a right now only the strong survive. <laughs> right. Um, you know, so so much of our costs have gone up, and and you guys see it. You're in that industry, right? I mean, it's the the cost of t-shirts has gone up, the cost of police has gone up, the cost of um, awards has gone up. The you know even getting people out to help and volunteer with air quotes <laughs> that <laughs> that we you know we make donations to those charitables or nonprofits, and so costs go up. There's only so much you can charge the consumer, and so that money has to come from somewhere else. So it, the, the the ones that are, you know, a couple of hundred people and don't really have a good sponsorship behind them, I think those are the ones that really haven't come back well after COVID. Some of them have, but... Um, so the the overall endurance industry, though, is extremely strong. I mean, uh, turkey trots, uh, marathons, you know, the big check it off the bucket list type events, those are, those are doing very well. 
And that's great to hear. Yeah, we just had uh, Miller Yoho on, and he was talking about the Mech Mile. And yep. I'm always interested in, in the creativity around some of these different types of events. Mm-hmm. I used to do Spartan races all the time. And I was a cross country runner and I ran and, and we'd always do the Peachtree road race and, yep. you know, we do 10 K's and things like that. But then that came out and I was like, well, this is kind of cool. It's like running and like doing some crazy shit at the same time. Um, I feel like a lot of these events are getting more creative, right? It's really more about the experience. It's not just, Hey, sign up and run. It's, it's a whole weekend ordeal, right? You're having mm-hmm. people that come from all over the country. You did mention a lot of things with cost, but let's talk about the experience as a whole, what did COVID not only teach you, but maybe enable you to try to change what that experience looks like? And how have you guys kind of evolved from when we had you back on in 2019 to really create it? It's not just the race. It's a it's a, a weekend ordeal or a week yeah. ordeal. Give us a little examples around that. Well, I, I think, and I've had this philosophy for a long time that <clears throat> when you charge a consumer X amount of dollars and, you know, for, for marathons, they're typically between a hundred and 250 bucks, somewhere in that range for most of them. And, you know, people fork that money out and it's like, you owe me, you owe me more than a t-shirt and a medal at the finish line. I want an experience. I want music on the course. And I think, you know, if you go back 20 plus years, rock and roll, the rock and roll series kind of, um, they ref- revolutionized all that. Hey, we're going to put a band at every mile, like mm-hmm. not just a DJ, we're putting a band at every mile. And so the stakes went up. And so people flocked to those events because they got the experience. It's not a, it's not a race. It's a party and I'm going to a party and I, I'm okay with that. And the 150 bucks or whatever they spend on that. And, you know, I, I've participated in one of their events too. And not only do you get a t-shirt, you get a windbreaker jacket and you get food and beverage at the finish line and you get a concert. And, you know, they are by and large from an experiential standpoint, a very good event. So the, the, the pressure is on us, the, the one-offs, like we are not a series of events and we can't, we don't have economies to scale, but it's on us to figure out how do we deliver that experience. So I'll give you an example. This past year, we spent a lot of money on uh, Noble Smoke coming out and doing a barbecue sandwich for every finisher in the marathon and half marathon. And we had more sandwiches. We still got sandwiches. You guys won. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love yeah. I've got yeah. some out in my truck. <laughs> I would, I would um, eat Noble hey, Smoke. It's almost lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't have to test me twice but, on that. I love Noble yeah. Smoke. But it was kind of one of those, like, what can we do to get their attention to say, hey, we care. We understand. We want to give you something in return. And so that that's the trick. Like, what is the next thing? And and so, you know, in addition to concerts on the on the course, it's how big is my medal? <laughs> you know, and it's right. my first Boston Marathon medal is about the size of a fifth size of a fifty cent piece. You know, and they've got bigger. And I think Arkansas has uh, the Little Rock Marathon has you know, they call it a big ass metal and it's like, <laughs> it's like six by six, you know, it's the old run DMC. I'm going right. to wear it around my <laughs> like neck. It looks like a clock. <laughs> yeah. So, um, flavor flavor. yeah, <laughs> I was trying to remember who that was. Nice. Yeah. That's who it is. So, nice. um, the, the pressure's on to, to really give a, a, an excellent experience from the consumer standpoint. So that's pretty interesting. Um, and I mentioned the Peachtree Road Race, and um, that was one of, and still to me, was one of the favorite races that we ran. And it was because it was a party. 
right? Mm -hmm. Now, at that time, I'm over here trying to like PR, which is the dumbest thing ever at the Peachtree Road Race, because you're never going to do that unless you just got lucky that you got a bib up in the front, which you're lucky just to get a bib for that race, honestly. But the most exciting thing was, and I was a teenager, so I wasn't drinking. I didn't know about the party scene. We're running through Buckhead and... I mean, or in downtown Atlanta, and there are just people shit faced drunk at like eight in the morning, screaming and yelling. I felt like I was like an NFL player the whole race. It was unbelievable. Um, so that's pretty interesting. You talk about the band. Now, tell us about the experience um, with the Charlotte Marathon. One of the coolest things, if you go on to your, uh, your website, it says one day, four events, you can do this, right? Yeah. So it's not just the marathon. You guys have a right. lot of ways you can get involved, whether that's a relay, uh, whether that's the half marathon, the Chick-fil-A 5K. You obviously have an amazing expo. Tell us how you guys have really taken maybe one race and turned it into a, an, a whole day ordeal. Yeah. And, and and does that make your life a hell of a lot harder? Um. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like having kids. Once you have one, the <laughs> yeah, extra just, one, it's yeah. not an exponential <laughs> thing. It's a small incremental thing. Yeah. It's like, all right, we get a zone defense here, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think a, a couple of years, you know, when we first started, it was a um, it was a marathon, and I think it was a, it might have been a 10K, 5K maybe. I, I, it's This is our 20th year, so forgive me. I, but, you know, it wasn't until year two that we added the half, and then... So we had the marathon, the half, and the the uh, the five k, and and then I don't know. Ten years ago, I'm like, well, people like, why don't we do a relay? That doesn't really cost any extra money, because you just get five people. You kind of hey, you and and they have to get out to the relay exchange zones by themselves. There's no way we could coordinate transportation for the different timelines and the traffic tie ups and everything else. So anyway. Um, we added a five person relay and we, it was kind of something I, I saw, um, at another event that I, that I was, uh, a part of. And I'm like, you know, that would work here. Um, and then, um, kind of thought, well, what if we did a three person relay for the half marathon? You know, it doesn't cost anything extra. Right. You know? So, I mean, we have, um, probably just under 200 teams, which, kind of nets another, um, 700 people in the event, which, you know, helps our numbers. And, um, you know, that's, that, that's an asset is to have those people on board and, you know, that's part of our, our audience. And I think it creates a, a team atmosphere too. Like, to your point, Brian, about, hey, it, it was a party. Well, nobody likes to party alone. So you put together a three person team or a five person team. And now it's now it is you're doing it with your buds or your, you know, your friend group or your work group or wherever it is. And um, and that makes it a, a good experience because you're sharing it with somebody. I like to understand, too, Brian, we talked a little bit about COVID and I know we're all trying to forget about it, but at the same time, Usually those adverse uh, times in business or, or whatever, personal life, create more strength and create just opportunity to be better at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. What have you seen as we're coming out of the pandemic um, in your world and how did you sort of, uh, God, I hate the word pivot, but how did you change things to <laughs> streamline or make your make your events better, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think... It, COVID did force us to all think differently, you know, and, and, and some of it was mandated, you know, like work from home, stuff like that. And, um, 
some of it was just trying to trying to figure it out on your own. And so, you know, like other groups, we unfortunately had to lay off a couple of people because, you know, you get to June or July and you don't have any events. So you don't have any work and you just kind of realize like, I, I don't have a choice. Right. Um, and, and we participated in the, uh, what was it? The, the, the loans, PPP, the, the PP, PPP stuff. loans. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that only goes so far. Um, so I started working from home and, uh, like, well, I don't have a staff and I don't really have a lot to do, but, but I did go in for the store, you know, at the time we, I, I owned run for your life and that was part of it. But for the event stuff, I, I, I worked from home and, um, <clears throat> I was working with DC as well with well-run media, but, you know, I think too, again, you know, it, it's the strong survive and it, it's people who are, you know, not heavily leveraged companies that aren't heavily leveraged, don't have a lot of overhead, um, aren't, aren't upside down in certain metrics that however they measure themselves, you know, mm -hmm. um, so we, you know, we just, uh, we thought about like, all right, who it is, who is it that we want to bring back on board? And, you know, lo and behold, there's someone knocking on our door that says, Hey, I've been in the event business. I've got some great experience. Um, got a kid at home would like to work from home. And I'm like, this works out really well because we don't really have offices anymore. Cause we kind of let that, that go. And, um, so it, it, it opens up opportunity. I always think that, you know, the, the, the ones that really thrive in those environments are the ones that don't look at it as woe is me and look what happened. It's like, look at the opportunity. All right. Yeah, right. So whether it's somebody leaving your company or something else adverse, it always creates opportunity. And that's where you have to just think and you talk to people and you get ideas and you gather and then you decide which path. And I think, you know, many times it just turns out to be a better situation. I'd also say, you know, we have a terrific partner in Novant Health. I mean, they are, they are just wonderful partners um, to work with, um, you know, and they, uh, obviously there are some things that we can't do that are in our agreement when we can't put on an event. And they were just so easy to work with during that. It's like, well, we can't do this, but we can do this. And so, you know, everybody was adaptable. Um, and so I, I can't say enough good things about uh, the folks over there as well. Love that. So one of the questions that I always, uh, I, I love when a marathon happens, especially in a city like Charlotte, that's continuing to grow. And if you've lived here, you can definitely see that people are moving here, right? Mm -hmm. Just look at your commute. If you do have to drive or just drive anywhere. I remember back when I first moved here, if it was a Saturday, I could get anywhere, anytime. <laughs> now, good luck. But Plan I grew up ahead. in Atlanta, so I'm you, used to it. Do you remember COVID? How yeah. fast you <laughs> can get places? Man, when we... I remember being on 85 <laughs> and being the only town. one out there. I could have had a picnic take a on nap out there. That first day we drove back with me and Scott, I think we closed off for like a month. Um, I, I drove down Park Road. I did not see another human being. Yeah. And it was, it was the it was craziest. Weird. It was really weird. Eerie. Really, was. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, man, I've kind of missed those days. <laughs> yeah, there, but there are days I do. <laughs> but um, but my question on is is the is the marathon uh, route and 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 how you you guys have created an amazing experience for people that you get to run through Uptown, you get to run down through Myers Park, you go around the Booty Loop, you're in South End, and anybody that I have that are friends that come to Charlotte, they're always like, oh man, I love Charlotte, I'd love to live in Myers Park. I'm like, yeah, me too. 
Um, not really, but the, the reality of it is, is people love the city. And so mm -hmm. I'm assuming as Charlotte continues to grow, we obviously have a local connection. We want people in Charlotte to run, but does the city growing the beauty of our city really the, the, um, if we look at the amount of trees that we have, when you run through Queens and you run through yeah. the Myers Park, has that helped you guys get people from all over the country? And are you continuing to see more, maybe out of town people come in because it is a fun event, but it's a beautiful route to be able to run. Yeah. So this past year we had in 2023, we had uh, people from 48 state, uh, 47 states, excuse wow. me, and Washington, D.C. And we had people from 13 different countries, if you can believe that. And it, it's awesome. just I, I was stunned by that number. And I, I talked to one guy from Germany. He's like, oh, I was in the area on business and I was looking for a marathon. I thought, why not? Um, and I found yours and decided to run it. So, I mean, he, you know, obviously chances of him coming back again are kind of slim, but it just goes to show you that that we do attract out of towners. Um you know, as for the course, man, I, I, it, it's kind of one of those, I, I consider myself a nerd when it comes to that. Cause I, it's something I like doing. Um, but when you get to the marathon level, it, it, it becomes really complicated because you got a half marathon that starts and finishes in the exact point at the exact point of the marathon half and full. So, if you want the half certified, the full has to somewhere along the way adjust to make sure it's certified. So you got to do a little out and back. So we kind of tuck it in there at mile 23 and then people curse you for like, why are you doing an out and back? You know, like why, why do we have to, you know, get off the greenway, go up, turn around, come back. And it's like, we got to have a certified course. So, you yeah, know, yeah. so you can BQ Boston qualify. Um, but you know, what, what we want to offer people is the best of Charlotte. You know, you start uptown, you see the, 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 the skyscrapers, the skyline, you see the stadiums and the arenas and the arts and everything else that we have, like uptown is so cool. Right. Um, and it's, it's, it's ever changing too, um, which can present a challenge if you got two lanes shut down for construction or something like that, but, McDowell street, yeah, oh, <laughs> the four letter word yeah, of yeah. traffic. Yeah. Um, but you know, you got East over Myers park to your point, uh, Dilworth and South end and so, uh, you know, coming back uptown and th that's where the half and the full split. So then you got to figure out, all right, wh where do I want to go for the full? Well, the people in uh, Plaza Midwood and Noda are just itching for a reason to throw a party. Like mm -hmm. you could, you could name anything you want, and they'll say, "Well, let's have a party." Yeah. <laughs> so the marathon, it's let's have a party, and and I think I've heard this. I don't know if it's true or not, but they actually pull a permit to close down a section of their neighborhood to have this party around That's the marathon. Really cool. The trick is getting from uptown out to Noda on Plaza Midwood. There's a little bit of a stretch that's not well developed yet. It will be because of the light rail, but it's just a trick to get out there and back. And so, um, again, one of the things that we try to offer experientially is for people to see people. You know, so if you're going one way in a marathon and you've lost two thirds of your runners at the split because two out of three have run the half, you've got. 33% of your starting audience now out on a marathon course. And chances are they can be isolated. Like if they're not in a pack of a pace group or something like that, they're on their own. So it gets a little bit like, eh, this kind of boring. And if, so you try to get them into neighborhoods where they're doing things. We also created some out and backs where they see people go in the opposite direction. Like 
could be encouraging or discouraging, depending on which direction. <laughs> but at least you see people, right? Yeah. 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 Fizzle, which that side of that you're on? That guy's fi- <laughs> yeah. five and a half miles ahead of yeah. you. <laughs> like, what the hell? You know, yeah. So, but you get to see people. And, and we've added, uh, you know, a stretch on the greenways. And some of it is, uh, again, experiential, but some of it is to try to limit the, the police toll that, like it takes almost 400 police officers to put this event on. And, and I know it stretches them thin and they at times have had to say, Hey, you guys got to come in and work. They've, they've voluntold people to work the marathon. They still get paid for it. But, um, so we try to be cognizant of that and be like, all right, we're not going to do anything crazy. Like, Hey, let's run down South Boulevard and run through all the major intersections that go down South Boulevard. We try to get as many neighborhoods as possible. Who wants to run down South Boulevard anyway? But um, who wants to drive down South yeah. Boulevard? <laughs> <laughs> Running. <laughs> so we just try to create something that's 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 fun and interactive for people. And you know, I'm, I'm thankful that the neighborhoods have embraced it. It it's a lot of fun when you and I've been out there on my bike just to check things out. Um, they uh, they do a good job of throwing parties out in Plaza Midwood and and the Noda neighborhoods. So when do you fun. close the roads? I'm always curious because yeah. you have this whole. It's like, is it midnight before? Is it ten minutes before? Like, how um, do you decide like when the roads are closed? Yeah, it's it's kind of that rolling, rolling uh, closure. So Boston, you know, I've been up there several times for their event. They close the roads like six hours in advance. It's crazy. Like you can't get up that route. But for us in Charlotte, you know, they'll, it's a rolling, like the cross intersections, you can run traffic through, even through the first couple runners. Like, hey, there's a break in runners. Let's get some people through. And then after a while, it's like, all right, we got to shut it down and people are kind of stuck. But it's a rolling road closure to answer your question. So as soon as the last runner comes through, they open the roads back up, um, you know, um, maybe a minute or two, they'll say, Hey, we're, you know, lead car turning left on such and such a street. So they'll kind of limit traffic on that to make sure it's clear. Nobody's stuck at a stoplight and you're trying to get through. So, um, anyway, yeah. Ro- it, rolling road closure. I'm curious a little bit about the history of the marathon. Um, you're the founder and the visionary behind it all, yeah. correct? Um, you kind of, sort of, yeah. But And what, what, I'm, and I'm sure you had lots of partners yeah. and relationships, but, when did you envision this, and uh, how yeah. many years has, has the marathon been running now? Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the marathon in Charlotte actually goes back to the Charlotte Observer Days in January, and it's kind of a dead sports time, you know, the tournaments haven't kicked in yet, the, the basketball tournaments, and it was well before the Hornets were born in Charlotte and the Panthers too. Wow. And so... Um, the, the Observer owned it for a long time, and they ran it in January. And then um, they stopped doing it and moved their event to April, and it became a half marathon. And uh, the Charlotte Observer Run for Peace moved into the January time slot. And for a while, it was a point-to-point from Davidson College down to Queens University. Hmm. And this is all before us, before mm-hmm. our event. Um, unfortunately, they had some financial issues um, and went out of – business and their their last year was um january of 2004 and i i was um somewhat involved with helping them produce the event and found out about it and i was 
I don't know if I was ignorant or arrogant or both, probably both, <laughs> to think that like, well, if someone else is going to do a marathon and pick that up, I'm going to I'm going to be the one to do it, and um, and I did, and I I had no idea really what I was doing, but um, you know, by the grace of God, here I am. You know, 20 years later, this is year number 20. Congratulations. Um, yeah, and so we we thought though thematically, like, what's going to make this thing kick in, and um, so we had a naming contest and. Thunder Road was the name. Like you got Flying Pig and Cooper River Bridge Run and like everybody had a theme to attach to. And I thought, or, or rock and roll too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, let's get a theme. And so that kind of, this was the peak of the the stock car racing, NASCAR um, industry. Um, and nobody really got it. Like somebody in Paducah, Kentucky doesn't really know where Thunder Road is and probably doesn't really care either. So... We did that for about, I don't know, eight or 10 years. And then we're like, you know, things kind of tanked for stock car racing. Um, And we just thought, like, this is Charlotte's Marathon. It needs to be the Charlotte Marathon. And Charlotte has a really good brand. You know, Mm -hmm. we've got good sports teams. Um, We did at the time. and um, (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. Yeah. (laughs) But, but like, you know, now, so you got the baseball team uptown, the minor league team uptown, and you got the stadium uptown. So you have all these elements that come together. And we really really wanted it to be more about Charlotte than about stock car racing. So we rebranded probably, I don't know, it was 2012, something like that. And uh, it's it's been great ever since. I think we have a very iconic brand, and I think um, you know we've grown almost thirty percent for the last couple of years coming out of COVID. Um, and uh, so, you know, we'll see. I think I think the potential for this event is probably twelve to fifteen thousand. I think we're going to hit nine thousand wow. this year. Um, wow. Uh, we we're having to move the start line this year because where our start line is is just not big enough for people to get in and out. It's there. It's just too tight. We're on the Graham side, Graham Street side of the stadium, so that's kind of a one way in, one way out. So um, anyway, some changes coming, you know, and we're always tweaking things. But uh, yeah, definitely for sure. That that's kind of the brief history of the marathon. Oh, I love that. Um, and so I've I've had stewardship of it. This is twenty years, and I'm very thankful for it and humbled by it. I think, you know, the Charlotte running community has responded well, and I've I've been in the business since '95 uh, or '96. I can't remember exactly which year. I think it was '95 that we started our first small race. We started three of them. Um, and you know, had my, served my time at, I didn't mean it that way, but I spent my time at run for your life for 18 years as uh, owner and shopkeeper. And, um, you know, sold that three years ago to focus more on the events and specifically the marathon. So, um, really excited about the direction that we're headed. I'm really excited about what Charlotte thinks about this. I think we're getting people's attention. And I think, you know, like the economic impact, I mean, it's 2 million bucks, um, not the biggest event in Charlotte, but definitely enough to get somebody to raise their eyebrows and say, wow, I didn't know the, the you know, 47 States and 13 countries and 2 million wow. bucks. That's yeah. great. And you know, the, the, the amount of tax dollars that we bring in and direct spending, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's an asset for Charlotte as well. It absolutely is. And thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. What do you need from the community in regard to, Yeah, you mentioned volunteers, you mentioned sponsors, you, you mentioned participants and yeah. people traveling in, and I'm sure there's a hospitality component from there that is. industry. Um, 
what would you say your biggest need from the community is at this point? I would, I would say just get involved in any way you want to, like whether you want to, like, I'm not a runner. Well, great. We can, you know, would love to have you as a volunteer. We'd love to have you as an advocate. There was a, there was a um, young lady who ran the marathon. Um, I believe she ran it, but anyway, she, she sent us a note after the marathon, very kind note. And she said, Hey, I just, you know, great event. I, I noticed though, that there are places on the course that we could use more support. What can I do to help? Can I get involved? And it's like, of course, <laughs> of course you can. Bring it. Like, this is this is what we want because it builds the experience for the participant. So um, her name's Sydney, and uh, she's part of our team last year, and hope she is again this year. And uh, more events out on the course to make people kind of just like, I mean, running it, it running marathons lonely, especially when you hit sure. that wall, and it's like I got to get I got to get to the finish line. You can use all the support you can get. So she did a terrific job, but the answer is get involved. So if you say, Hey, I heard that, uh, you know, you need more food at the finish line or you need, what can we do to help? I try to teach my kids. Those are the six best words that you can ever use around our house. Like, what can I do to help? Mm -hmm. Mom loves it. Dad loves it. Your sisters and brothers love it. You know, so, uh, it's a great question to ask. And when you get out into the world, it's a great question to ask. So if, if you are not like, Hey, I'm, I don't know if I want to volunteer or not, but I'm a runner. Our slogan is you can do this. Mm-hmm. Like if you can run a 5k, you can run, participate in the relay or you can run a half marathon. If you can run a half marathon, you can run a marathon. But even if you're like, I'm not ready for the next level yet. All right, come run the, come run the 5k, come run the half marathon. Like just get involved, you know, come and participate. Um, see what it's all about. Uh, if you're not into that and you're along the course or close to the, the route, grab a couple of cowbells or some slapsticks or some boob tubes or whatever they call those things <laughs> and come out and no, any, any noisemakers you can, uh, bring your kids out and, uh, just cheer people on, make signs. And, you know, we have all sorts of creative signs out on the course and, um, it's a lot of fun. Just have fun with it. I love it. You heard it here. Bring your boobs to the Charlotte Marathon. <laughs> you heard it here. On the booty loop. This is going to be yeah. exciting. We're about to, we're about to take this. Um, I want to, you guys have an amazing relationship with, uh, with Novant Health. Uh, you guys have done an amazing job of raising money for, uh, for Hemby Children's Hospital. And you even have the uh, opportunity if you want to join Team Hemby, Hemby excuse me, and run on their team. Uh, when did Novant um, partner up with the Charlotte Marathon? And what has that relationship meant to you guys? Yep. And, uh, and how does this event support the uh, the children's hospital uh, in general yeah they've been with us now for this is our 19th year together so the oh. first year we weren't and then they heard about it and they said oh, nice. what can we do to help awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, i did not know well, it's been 19 years that's amazing yeah that is awesome. amazing they, awesome. they actually partner. approached us and, and we said yeah we'd love to have you right. and um I mean, it's just been, it's been one of those relationships that has really grown organically. And, um, you know, my business partner is, is Mark Richardson and, uh, you know, out of, out of race profits, originally we would make donations, um, because we felt that was a good stewardship of what we had been entrusted with, uh, with our partnership. And, um, um, just an opportunity to give back to the local community. And like, who doesn't like giving to children's hospital? Like you're talking about the most vulnerable of the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
so anyway, it's it's really just kind of grown organically from there. You know, we're just always trying to do more. So um, we hired a gal uh, named Betsy to head up our Team Hemby is what we call it. You know, you can participate and for $262, you can get all sorts of extra perks to run the marathon. You get a special starting corral and a special bag check and a special packet pickup line and things like that. And, um, <clears throat> you know, this past year, um, it was uh, $138,000 that we raised through um, co-op sponsorships, uh, Team Hemby. We do a thing called the Charity Chaser and, um, and our donation out of, um, out of the race proceeds. I think all told, we're approaching a half million dollars. Not quite there. Wow. I think it's 488, if I'm not mistaken, if, if the numbers I remember are correct. And uh, our goal is to grow that every year. I mean couple of years it covid we didn't have anything um the next year it was 50,000 last year it was a uh, close to 100,000 it was 102,000 this year it was 138 so we want to keep growing it and we want to make it to where it's like this eye popping number every every year yeah. and so congrats you know again if you if you participate you can still ask what can i do to help you can join team hemby like for a donation, you can go out and raise the money. If you don't want to write the check, go get your buds to, you know, donate 10 bucks a Sponsor. mile or something like that. And you got it paid for. Mm -hmm. Little extra <laughs> so, motivation. Little extra get motivation. Get 26 miles in. Yeah. I have a, just, um, this is just a question that's, I don't know, just came to my head. Um, I'm just thinking like with Charlotte FC, like they all run, like they should run the marathon. What's like the most popular person that's ever run the marathon or somebody that you saw out there and you're like, dude, Jimmy Johnson just came by. Yeah. That's crazy. David Goggins. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, has there been some that you're just like, whoa, Cam Newton just came running by. <laughs> no. Just, like, well, I, you know, there was one time I saw, um, and it wasn't at the marathon. It was in another event. Um, Jason Seahorn and Angie Harmon back when yeah. they were a thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he gets yeah. his haircut yeah. right there. Yeah, we see him all <laughs> he's still around here. <laughs> yeah, he's still, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're not they're not an item anymore. But um, anyway, just seeing him, I mean, he's a pretty big dude. Yeah. You know, for he being is, a yeah. safety. Yeah, <laughs> he's in amazing shape. Yeah, yeah. but um, you know, somebody some along those lines, somebody said you got to get somebody famous from Charlotte, like get Brooklyn Decker to come and run this thing and see how many people show up. So I checked into it. Like I'm like, all right, I'm gonna Google. Book Brooklyn Decker. It has fifty thousand dollars to say hello. So I don't know that unless Brooklyn if, if Brooklyn Decker's on your audience yeah, list, you know, she's if she's listening, listening, Brooklyn, yeah. we'd love to have you. And we can't afford fifty, but I can I can guarantee we'll give you a, a fun morning and you know Yeah, for sure. See you're what doing happens. it for the kids. Okay. We're doing Come it on, for you're the doing kids. it for the yeah. kids. Well, no, but that, but that's awesome, and that that was just kind of a a, a funny thing, yeah. Because I, you know what, there's probably a lot that do run that nobody knows, right? And, yeah. and and people that could be famous, but they don't even have to be famous. I think the goal here, if you can get this up to twelve to fifteen thousand, it, it's it's really an ex, an event, an experience yeah. for everyone. Um, I, you know, my kids are are really young right now, but I always love the support that we got, and and um, and whether I run it or not. You know, I think bringing them out, like bringing your kids to an event like that, showing yeah. them what it can be like, that will excite them. And they'll probably be like, I want to run in something. I want to do a fun run or I want to yeah. get involved. So I love it. Yeah. If you want to get inspired, come to the finish line yeah. and yeah. Uh, or start and finish line and check it out and just hang out and watch people watch. I mean, it, 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 you seeing people finish and it, you'll see some people and we've all done this, right? Like 
well, if they can do it, I can yeah, do it. Yeah, right. Like, you, right? You're, you're passing judgment, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, man, if they could, like, and, yeah. and then you get in the race and you're like, and she's beating me. <laughs> <laughs> she's yeah. not one that's five yeah. miles ahead but, of you. But, but, but that's, <laughs> yeah, like, the five and a half miles. Coming like, back? She's coming back and right. I'm still going out. But but you're out yeah. there, right? Yep. And, you're, and you're you're doing something. So I, you know, I just didn't just challenge show up. people. Come on, show up. Uh, come on out and, and get some inspiration. Check us out. Uh, volunteer. Be on course. Come out to the Finish Line Festival. It's it's open to everybody. There, you don't have to have a ticket to get into the Finish Line Festival. Um, What's the time to beat? Yeah. So interestingly enough, uh, a, a kid that used to work over at Run for Your Life, um, Jason, um, ran a two twenty one or two twenty two a couple wow. years ago. First year after COVID. So twenty twenty. Wow. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. I could do that so, on a bike. I'm getting it. <laughs> yeah. 221. And, and not Jason. It's Adam. Sorry. Adam Jones. I'm thinking yeah. of somebody else. But wow. Adam ran a two. And he asked me about the course record. And I'm like, oh, I don't think you have it. A couple years, you know, in, in like year three, we had some Ethiopians come and run as part of a uh, shoe store theme uh, team. And I did some research and I'm like, dude, you set the record. They ran like 225 or something. But, uh, he was he was happy, Adam. Adam Jones. Adam Jones. Way to go, Adam. He's a getter. That's what I'm talking about. The, the, hey, and that's right there in Charlotte. The local record is from is from somebody in Charlotte. Local guy. That's yeah. pretty. That is local amazing. boy does good. That's amazing. Because um, yeah. you would think this would be you know hey you get some international runner that's just like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna go down there and do it. No. But no, he's right here. I yep. love it. Um, there's probably a cutoff too, right? Like. What, it's what officially that? a six-hour cutoff. Six-hour, um, okay. But the the timing system is the last thing we take down. Um, we did have some people. What, I think there was one guy that came in right around seven hours. This, but but, but the course is closing on a rolling six-hour. Like okay. so, so the course isn't open for six hours. Mm-hmm. The course closes at six hours plus however long it takes the last runner to get across the start line. So if it takes five minutes to clear, it's six oh five. Um, but so in that case, you would need to have your smartphone or a map or something. So you know what the course is and you have to have, um, you know, your own water and fluids and, uh, gels and stuff like that. Man. Six hours. You can do it. Six hours. That's 13.45 a mile. Like a lot of people can power walk walk that. that. If you, if you really got after it, right? Yeah. A little run walk. Well, this is um, awesome. What's the best way for people to get in touch with you, learn more information if they want to be a sponsor, if they want to sign up for Team mm-hmm. Hemby, if they want to just sign up to run, if they want to volunteer? What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah. So uh, I'm not sure the volunteer portal is up yet, but, um, you know, Run uh, run Charlotte uh, is one of our websites, and then thecharlottemarathon.com, both are .com. It is up. You can go click yep. on volunteer, and um, there's there all go. different types of uh, to rep, registration prep, expo, T-shirt distribution, solutions, yeah. beer garden. There you go, uh, everybody. You, you, go. Go, you, can go, you can go volunteer <laughs> for the beer garden. There one, are no excuses One now. for you, one for there me. Is, yeah, there is no excuses. <laughs> well, this I'll has drink been a great. beer mile. <laughs> you know, um, Tim, thank you. you. If, yeah. if you want to sponsor, though, I'll tell you, I don't want to lose this opportunity. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> if you're thinking, how how can I help? If you if you are a company and want to connect with our audience, we have fifty thousand uh, people who are typically runners. There, we, we call them healthy, wealthy, and wise. We connect with them every week via podcast of our own called Running Around Charlotte Podcast. We have a weekly email, the uh, that running email, um, and that's a great way to connect. In addition to the events. 
Tim at runcharlotte.com is my email. I'd love to talk to you, figure out what it is you're looking for and how I can help you. Love that. Love it. Well, congratulations on 20 years. Yeah. That's awesome. Super. Yeah. yeah. And, and awesome. you still have the fire. I mean, like yeah. 20 years later, there's some people that probably be like, ah, oh, you know, I mean, I've done enough. I've, I've been yeah. here. It's time Exhausted. to pass the time. You're, you're, you're over here like, I want 15,000 people running. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> this, yes. I mean, you you sold your company just to do this full time. <laughs> yeah. You are all in. Yeah, for sure. No, no, it's great, man. Congrats on that, by the way, yeah, as absolutely. well, too. Thank absolutely. you guys very much. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Thank well, like we always uh, mention, please like, share, comment, go check out the website. If you're a business, learn how you can get involved through a sponsorship. Another way, if you're a business, challenge your employees to, to join, create a team, do a relay. There's a lot of really cool ways that you can build not only the team you know, spirit within your own organization, but also be able to support the Children's Hospital and support the uh, Charlotte Marathon here. Tim, congratulations again on 20 years. We wish you the best of luck and uh, can't wait to continue to see the success that you have this year and then uh, years to come. Thank you, guys. I'll be looking for your application uh, soon. There it yes, is. Sir. We knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. I botched uh, last year. Yeah. And, um, Make it a goal. He just did it. He has said it again. Everyone, Scott go. Dunson has said he is running the marathon. I am not committing. Um <laughs> Someday. All right. Until next time. Thank you so much, Tim. Thank you so much for everybody that makes the Charlotte Marathon happen. Until next time, you've been listening to this episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.